everybody, it's Amelia Powell here. In today's episode, I speak to Lorraine from Lorraine Freelance PA. Lorraine has very recently set up her new VA business. I speak to Lorraine about her inspiration around setting up her business and her fears and hopes around being a new VA and her sales and marketing approach and so much more. It's great to speak to somebody who's at the very start of their VA journey and we'll be checking in with her again in a few months to see how she's doing. We hope you enjoy. Hi Lorraine, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, could you just introduce yourself and kind of let us know a little bit about you and what you're doing? Sure, so I'm Lorraine. Um, and I'm a virtual assistant and founder of Lorraine Freelance PA. Um, so I've just basically launched my business. So it's really exciting at the moment. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> exciting times ahead then. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is really exciting, actually. Um, yeah. So new journey, new chapter. So it's all good. And what was your inspiration around setting up uh, your VA business? Why did you decide to, to start? Okay, so earlier in the year, I was made redundant. I'd worked for the same company for 10 years, um, kind of knew their systems, how everything worked. Um, and then to be, I think probably a lot of people are feeling like this at the moment, then to be kind of pushed out there and in very, you know, unsettling times for everybody and yeah. thinking, well, what should I do? Should I look for another job? And I've got two really young children. So to find something... Um, the flexibility to be there for them um, was kind of proving difficult and I thought you know what I've been an executive assistant and a PA for 18 years mm. I've got a massive skill set which is transferable to quite a lot of industries yeah so I thought I would just give it a go um, did lots of research um, kind of stalked your page quite a lot actually you've, <laughs> you've taught me a hell of a lot so thank you and I just thought you know what I'm just going to use what I've got with my skills um, and I felt there was an opportunity in the market for me so, so that's where I where I started. That's good yeah it's super exciting it's so liberating like being responsible for your own success as well. Yeah. How long have you known about um, virtual assistants for because um, some people have known about them for years and other people like only kind of hear about them through like research and things. Yeah, I think for me, um, after I had my first daughter, so she's nearly, or she's three and a half, um, I was thinking, should I go back to work? My job, I still had a, a position at work at the time after maternity leave. But I was thinking, do I want to go off on my own or should I go back to a secure job? So I kind of heard about it probably about three and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, and a friend of mine said, well, why don't you just do it? But at the time, I still had a job. I still had that security. Um so I wasn't kind of I, I I did a little bit of research, but I don't think I was in the right mindset to do it at that point. Um, so, yeah, probably about three and a half years ago. Yeah, I think you just know when you're ready, don't you? So I was yeah, the same. I, like I knew about virtual assistants for years. I worked with them probably like about 10 years um, before. But I, I knew I wanted to work for myself at some point, but I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. And I just didn't feel really ready and then one day I was like oh actually I think I've got everything like all the tools that I need that will to do like, um, help me do it yeah so I think you just know when the time's right sometimes don't you yeah it's that instinct and I think 
like I said, being made redundant was probably the push that I needed. Um, yeah. And at the time, you know, for anybody out there that's getting made redundant right now, it is tough. It's really hard. I think you've got to listen to yourself. And if the opportunity comes along and you think, you know, what, I can do this. Absolutely grab it because I'm so glad I've done this now. 100 yeah. percent. And what's your biggest like concern about setting up your new business? I think for me, it was being an employee, having that kind of employee mindset of you know, your, your security to a degree, yeah. having a pension, having you know your monthly pay going into your bank account, your holiday pay, all that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to be out there on my own as a freelancer. So I think it, the most scariest part, and I'm getting over this now, but that, that initial thought of having that monthly paycheck that security and all of a sudden just being a freelancer is yeah. quite daunting. It's the unknown, isn't it? And I think a lot of people say it's like high risk as well for the people that aren't like entrepreneurial. Um, a yeah. lot of people said to me, oh, like, how are you going to get clients? How are you going to do this? And oh, isn't it risky? But the way I saw it is, well, you can get made redundant like any day or you could get sacked. Like how secure actually is a job when you're employed by somebody else? I don't um, think, I think you're right there. Yeah. Yeah, so I think you could argue that, I don't know, it's more likely to be secure when you're working for yourself because it's for you. So you're yeah. like not going to give up. Whereas if um, you're working for someone else, you're relying on someone else to fight for that job for you. And yeah. I, I personally think that it's less in your hands that way. Personally, like that was my experience. Of Definitely. That. And I think being a virtual assistant, you've got several clients and they're possibly from different industries. Yeah. So if one of those industries is struggling and you might lose that client or that client might delay it or say that you can hold off for a couple of months you've still got other clients you're working for or working with rather um whilst if you're employed it doesn't matter if you've been with the company 10 20 years i don't think there's any such thing as job security anymore i work for my company the company i worked for for 10 years yeah. um and i was made redundant so yeah you, you never know, know there do is, you? you don't know you don't and i think like i said at the moment there is so much uncertainty for so many people. And I think actually, if you've got the skills and you've got that self-belief, then absolutely go for it. Just go and do it, you know, become self-employed. Like I said, you've got a certain amount of control of your destiny then as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think the point about um, having clients in different industries is um for me personally very important and um, so when yeah. I first set up I, I think I said to you before I wanted to um just work in construction because that's where my experience was um but yeah. naturally I got clients in different industries um, and obviously like corona's here and I'm so glad that I've got clients in different industries because yeah. some industries have been affected really badly by it but others yeah. haven't been affected too much or they're actually thriving. Um, so it's mm. kind of balanced out and it hasn't touched wood affected my business. Um, whereas yeah. if I was just in one industry, um, so like we've got a couple of keynote speakers, like they've lost their businesses pretty much all their clients like overnight um, and mm. they've been like really affected by it. So if I was just in that industry, I'd effectively not have a business. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think that is a very important and big decision to make when someone's setting up their own virtual assistant business. Yeah, I think it's good to have an ideal client. But I think yeah. at the same time, it's good to be open, like you said, to different industries. And it's funny because my background is engineering, aerospace engineering. And prior to that, I worked in property. Mm -hmm. So my 
kind of ideal client would probably be from an engineering background or a property developer. However, um, since I've launched and actually prior to launching, because I did a quite a lot of publicity on social media, mm-hmm. um, I've got inquiries from a Pilates teacher, um, all sorts of industries. You know, it's it's been it's been really good. A, a hairdresser, somebody that owns a um, Formula One car business. You know, it's just really really different industries. So. And that's the really good thing about being a VA, the variety that it brings. Um, yeah. it's, it's brilliant. And it can actually expose you to different industries that you didn't know that you'd like as well. Um, I, I had that when I set up their industries I never would have thought about um, kind of being exposed to. And they're actually quite fun. So it's quite nice to have yeah. that variety, I think. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And what are you most excited about? For me, um, definitely working with like-minded, passionate people. I've had um, quite a few discovery calls Mm -hmm. with some really, really interesting people um, who are really passionate about their business. And obviously, I'm at that kind of first start-off stage where I'm really passionate. Um, I've had quite a lot of inquiries from people who are also starting out um, who want to either grow their online presence. So, So helping those people support them, um, and watch their businesses grow and also learn new skills definitely um, and I feel actually I've learned so much from building my own website um, to to learn how to brand myself marketing so it's been it's been a really interesting journey which obviously is going to continue. What would you say has been the biggest surprise for you so far? The biggest surprise? Surprise? Um, probably actually the amount of people that have contacted me it's about having self-belief my husband keeps saying to me Lorraine believe in yourself um and you kind of start off and think am I going to get inquiries are people going to be interested um and that whole kind of imposer syndrome kicks in yeah and then you think actually you know what I've been an executive assistant in PA for 18 years of course I know what I'm doing but it's I think with anybody starting a new business you might have all the skills and the knowledge but it's it's about believing in yourself so I think the amount of people that have been contacting me has been really overwhelming and lovely. It's been really, really great. That's good. I found, I don't know if you'll find the same, but when I set up, I spent a lot of time like getting everything set up and that was like my work before I had clients and then I got clients and then that work obviously changed because then I was working on client work. And so I found like that transition, um, quite different I was like oh actually people do want to like buy from me they do want to work yeah. for me <laughs> yeah yeah because you have quite a lot of time of just setting up and that feels like your job that's absolutely yeah and I think the last couple of months that's exactly what it's felt like it's felt like my job um so being able to um now have some time where I can focus on clients has been really really yeah it's been really good because I've done all of the kind of behind the scenes stuff set up my social media built my website put all my processes and systems in place and now hopefully I can do the same for other people that are going to be starting their businesses so um so yeah it's um you're doing client work but you do need to set time aside for your own business um Definitely. you know you could be focusing solely on clients which obviously is your priority is important but you also need to schedule time in your own calendar to to work on on your business and market yourself 
Yeah, that's good. It sounds like you've got a good understanding for what you're going into. And um, whereas I didn't, I just went like all in, <laughs> big bang, and I just learned. But do you know way. what I think? But I think that's not a bad thing either. I think for me, because I was going to la- launch earlier, um, and because of obviously lockdown and everything, and my two daughters not being at nursery, um, I've had lots more time, I suppose, when they're in bed to be able to focus what I want to do on the business I didn't want to launch too early because I couldn't because I I didn't have childcare. so now I've had that extra time I think if I probably launched earlier I probably would have just thrown myself in and got on with it but I I wasn't in a position to do that so I don't think either I think both ways if it works for you or circumstances I think yeah yeah exactly It, it all works out in the end and what's your approach to finding like your ideal client? How are you going to go about getting business? Um, at the moment, I'd say it's, I've got, there's been three um, avenues which people have been contacting me. Word of mouth, I've had a lot of recommendations, um, people I used to work with reach out to me. Um, also LinkedIn and Instagram seem to be the main two platforms for me. Yeah. So um, I'm quite, I'm, yeah, I'm being, obviously I'm, I'm using those quite a lot at the moment. That's good. And what's your approach being with that? Are you like posting, just kind of announcing when you'll be launching? Um, yeah. Are you I've, doing promotion? Like how are you doing that? I've done a couple of videos, um, which was complete alien to me, but actually it was quite good fun. Um, so I've done a launch video and I'm posting quite frequently probably I'm aiming to I'm going to probably post about four times a week um and just kind of keep my presence out there and engage with people um yes I think that's that's really important I think you can kind of work on every platform and then you just you confuse the hell out of yourself because actually social media is a job in itself it takes a lot of time (laughs) um so I'm using a social media scheduler, which really helps. So I'm kind of creating my content and then scheduling my posts for the next couple of weeks, which really helps. So then I'm not posting every couple of days. It's it's already lined up and ready to go, which is which is really helpful. That's good. What scheduler are you using? Buffer. Buffer. Oh, yeah, I've used that before as well. Yeah, I do I do use good. them a little bit, but um, I also like the control of like deciding when I want to post things and I often like change things a bit last minute so yeah I do schedule some things and then I do also put stuff in like for Instagram in the drafts and then I kind of post when I fancy as well it's probably not the best way of doing it but (laughs) if it works for you that's what's important isn't it because you might think of something that don't think actually this sounds really good I might I want to put this quote on there or you've had a thought or something and yeah you can just add that and then obviously you'll your scheduler can add stuff at a later point so yeah but yeah I mean it is it is very um time like labor intensive social media it is definitely definitely. and I think it depends on where your ideal client is as well so for me I most my ideal clients are more um like executive that they're not generally like creative businesses so much and they're all on LinkedIn um so I spent a lot of time on LinkedIn and I got a lot of business through LinkedIn um whereas I know other people um like they prefer like creative um businesses and they're more on like Instagram and other sites like even like Pinterest and stuff so I think it depends on where your ideal client is and like how they like to communicate as well 
Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I'm finding the engineers are probably on LinkedIn. Well, they are. They're on LinkedIn. Yeah. Whilst the Pilates teacher, a few other people, they are coming from Instagram. So it's like it's a mixture of both platforms. That's what I'm getting. And what are your expectations around how your business is going to be over the next year? Um, so obviously I want to grow my business. I'd like to get a couple of retainers on board, which would be mm-hmm. really, really good. Yeah. Um, I have got one person, well, I've actually got a couple of people potentially lined up, which is really exciting. Um, one of the guys is an engineer and he's um, just in the process of converting a 1990s double-decker bus into a high yeah into a high-end mobile holiday lab so it's really interesting project I went and met him last week on his farm he showed me give me a little tour of the bus Mm -hmm. Um, and so what he wants is some setting up with the business and research on the market and help to grow his online presence so it's it's a journey that hopefully we're going to be on together watching the bus kind of transition from a a shell at the moment to a you know really lovely well-furnished holiday lap so um that's a really exciting project just so I can get my teeth into so um yes I'm just waiting for the green light and the go ahead with that one I've also got um a Pilates teacher and she's just in the process of launching her business so she wants some help with her branding her social media um yeah some you know really exciting projects to work on so that's yeah. good. It sounds like you're ready to hit the round running now. <laughs> I am. I feel, you know, when you get that fire in your belly, and you're like, right, that's it. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about this. And also, it's lovely speaking to people that are on a similar journey to me, or mm-hmm. as equally as passionate. Um, you know, and actually, some people are starting out and they're thinking, oh, I've got so much to think about. And they don't want to deal with the admin. They don't want to deal with the social media. They want to focus on their core business. Yeah. And actually, by offloading all of those things, it's going to make, their life easier and those things that they don't necessarily enjoy you know you and I enjoy that's what we're VAs you know so um you know it's 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 good it's fun and have you got everything like all your kind of like internal processes ready to go or are you gonna kind of like see how things go once you get started no I'm I'm quite I'm quite OCD when it comes to organization (laughs) um so my invoice system my expenses uh, my contracts everything's my insurance everything's all set up so I've got everything in place yeah That's good. I, I, I'm, I'm like that in my personal life everything needs to be organized um yeah so I can't I can't just start and think oh, I'll just do it as I go like no for me it needs to be in place which everything is that's good that's total opposite to me because I literally was just like boom do it do it which is is good in a way and um, but I yeah. probably cause myself unnecessary stress but even that, I, to do a podcast yeah. I was like um oh yeah I'll do it and then I'll work out how to do it along the way <laughs> um, so it was quite stressful yeah um, some people like being kind of put on the spot and I'll just get on with it when I need to yeah whilst with me I'm like I said, I'm uber organized and I like things to be in place and I think I probably need to I've got two young daughters yeah so while I'm working work is work they're at nursery yeah. um and then when I'm with them my time is it's, for me it's all about balance you know I don't want to be you know being distracted by work when I'm with them I want everything to be in place so I can focus on my job when they're at nursery and be with them when they're not you know so yeah I like things to be in place really 
got loads of to-do lists as well so are you using a particular system or no yeah at the moment that's one thing I need to do a little bit more research on but at the moment I'm just using a notepad yeah well I think to be honest it's just whatever works for you because I think everybody uses something different (laughs) yeah Um, it's just what you're comfortable with really and I think there's so many apps and systems out there. I think you yeah. can kind of get overwhelmed and really confused. And I think that was another thing, actually. When I first started out, um, I thought, oh, I need to know Asana. I need to know Trilo. I need to learn all these different things. Mm. And you and it, that you then become overwhelmed. And actually, it's kind of diverting you away from what you want to do. You know, like you said, you don't need to learn all of these systems. You just do what works for you. I think become familiar and know what they are. So if you get a client yeah. that says, I use this, can you use this as well? You know what it does. Yeah. Um, I think it's more a case of that as opposed to actually knowing how to use the system inside out for yourself. I don't think, unless a client uses it, I don't think you necessarily need to know too much about them. Yeah, and I think sometimes the danger of doing that early before you've actually worked with clients is that you don't always know exactly how you're going to work and, like, what like pain points there are going to be and things like that so to choose mm. systems before you're actually doing the work you might end up um choosing a system that isn't right for your business um yeah but so for me personally like I've found systems as I went um to like be a solution for any like issues or anything I wanted if I'd done it before I probably would have chosen something that wasn't right for me because yeah I wasn't actually doing it at the time and you can find things like really quickly yes. like you can sign up same day for something so it's not like it takes ages to sign up for any programs no it's like toggle time management yeah. I think that's absolutely brilliant um yeah. that's one thing I've definitely signed up for so obviously when my clients are on board I can record their time so when they get their invoice or if they've, they're on a retainer and they paid their invoice at the end of the month I can still send them a report a summary of showing exactly what I've spent you know whether I've been doing working on social media or research or whatever I've been working on for them there will be a breakdown so they can see where the time has been spent and it's really important for yourself as well so you can work out you know am I spending too much time doing this I think it's a brilliant app toggle it's really good one of my favorites. yeah that's what I use yeah and I think it's actually really good for even companies that aren't like doing billable time and um, to yeah. know like where you're spending your time and how much time you're spending on things so I actually use it for doing things that I'm not billing clients for whether it's um having a discovery call or whatever like things that yeah. aren't billable and um, just so I can calculate like how much it's costing me basically because there yeah. always be things that you can't bill for and to know where your time's going yeah exactly and I I think it's quite a good tool for people to use in general and sometimes I say to clients oh like do you know how long this is actually taking you and sometimes they're like I've got no idea so it can be just a useful exercise in general Definitely. yeah because you think something might only be taking you half an hour or an hour and actually you could be spending two three hours on it but not realize yeah Um, it is the case yeah sometimes sat down doing work and I think I haven't had any lunch and I've looked at the clock. Oh God, it's half past three, you know, because yeah. you've just got so consumed. So I think, yeah, it's a really, and that's another thing actually being self-employed. When you work for a company, you kind of know when your lunch break is because your team or you kind of, you look at the clock, oh, I'm having a break now. But when, that's another thing, when you're self-employed, you, 
you I'm finding you don't because you're so consumed by your work you need to be able to take a 10 minute break or a 20 minute break um so yeah that's one thing I need to learn how to do because I'm not doing that at the moment yeah it's definitely different and the same with holiday like a lot of people don't necessarily take like official holiday so much when they work yeah. for themselves but then they might have more of a chilled like Friday afternoon or whatever so can just swing in roundabouts mm. I, think. I think it's important to have that time where you do totally switch off as well and I think with any business you know you need to be able to take a step back and think right you know what I need the weekend not to be posting on social media not to be catching up on my expenses I need some time out because on Monday you feel a lot better well hopefully you do (laughs) and so what's next for you in the next kind of few weeks to months um to maintain a healthy balance I think that's really important and just to enjoy my journey um like I am at the moment to just carry on doing what I'm doing grow my business um enjoy liaising and speaking to lots of people um who want to grow their businesses as well want support um hopefully at some stage um maybe bring an associate VA on board but that's way 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 down the line so but yeah it's just enjoy this moment because it's I am enjoying it I want that to continue that's good it's nice to hear actually someone say I just want to enjoy the moment because a lot of people I just think they're so focused on like the end goal but the process is actually where you like grow as well so it's nice to hear that definitely and it's funny actually because a couple of weeks ago I got a a message from a coach asking me what my goal was and what my financial aim was Mm -hmm. and I can honestly say I haven't done this for, for financial gain yeah of course I want to make money but that isn't the drive for me. That isn't my focus. That's not my main goal. Mm. Um, it's to create a happy, healthy balance in my life and to enjoy the journey. Um, so, yeah, and, and she kind of focused more on, well, how much do you want to work? Well, no, that's not my goal. So I'm not driven by that. I'm driven by contentment and just enjoying what I've got absolutely that's good good goals and I think uh, running a VA business will definitely be able to give that to you yeah yeah and that's that's like I said it's having a balance in my life with my children with my business yeah and um and just enjoying them and how can people get in touch with you if they'd like to reach out to you um so I've got a website which I actually built myself I was quite surprised but I'm quite chuffed with the end result um, so it's www.lorrainefreelancepa.com and there are social media links on there, my phone number, and you can also send me a message on there. So you can either, however, it, it's all on there. So have a look and um, yeah, please get in touch. All the options. That's good. All the options are on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much for your time. It'd be great no, thank to you. hear from you and the, you know a couple of months to see how you're getting on and how things have like whether they've met with your expectations and things like that so please do stay in touch I'm looking I will, forward definitely. to hearing your journey lovely all right thank you very much take care thank you